Welcome to the Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. Your weekend wake-up tradition for the last 30 years. It's Rosie on the House. By a habit, I was going to say a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, but the sun's not even up yet. It's black out the studio. I don't know if it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. When it's under 70 degrees, it's beautiful. It didn't seem like there was any stars when I walked out this morning. Maybe a little overcast, but we got some rain this week. We'll be talking a little bit later in the program uh, about this type of rain and how it can help us find problems that may be listed. We've got uh, open line hour. We've got Talking Trees this week. It's the second Saturday of the broadcast. But this 7 o'clock hour is the newest hour to Rosie on the House in this 30-year broadcast. It's about three years old, four years old. I know. We keep saying new, but it's not so much new anymore. And this is our Arizona Hour. We talk about all things Arizona, people, places, and things. And uh, this particular Saturday, we're going to focus on Rosie. Uh, Just to jump to the end, he is okay, and he is recovering. Um, but he has been in, in the fight of his life for his life. And we'll just spend this hour talking about uh, what what's happened and the road that he's been through and his path to recovery. And this uh, this story starts October 17th or 24th? 17th. Uh, I, I just I know it's a Wednesday. I just can never remember. <laughs> Is it the 17th or the 24th? This last couple of weeks have all just been one big blur yeah I, I told the ladies in the ICU it felt like Groundhog's Day we were we were in the ICU for 43 days so just felt the same mm-hmm. day after day mm-hmm. uh, so on that on that Wednesday morning dad is involved in a lot of different things no and kidding one of <laughs> uh, one of the wings of his businesses is consulting through a association called remodelers advantage and it was actually in that association he met two gentlemen in georgia that did a home improvement broadcast and you know this goes back to 86 87 and they said rosie with your personality if nobody's doing this in phoenix you know you you'd be a natural and you might as well because in 10 years every major city in america is going to have a home improvement show so why don't you take it on so though they were the ones that gave rosie the idea to start it all uh but they so through this group, they were in Arizona for one of their conferences. They get together with remodelers all over the country and break each other down and build each other up. Here's everything you're doing wrong. Here's everything you're doing right. Or They focus on best practices and, and holding know, each other accountable. Here's something us. none of us can figure out. So let's how do, how do we make change or, orders better? Well, they had a break in their conference, so they had rented some off-roading vehicles. And they went out to a trail that Rosie does, uh, has done often. We did it last year for uh, just the company holiday. We've taken our grandkids. We've taken our cousins. You know, it's just a, it's a great road out by Four Peaks. Yeah. And you just want people to see this is our desert, and it's beautiful. And That, yeah. that Four Peaks setting with the Sonoran cactus mm-hmm. and the Verde River. I mean, it, it is the picture-perfect Sonoran desert scenery. And you can get to the top of Four Peaks, and I've, I haven't done this part of it, but y'all have I've mm-hmm. seen pictures mm-hmm. from like a, a nighttime picnic, and you see there's a little saddle there, and you can see both directions. You can see the sun go down, and then the lights from the city mm-hmm. come up. Mm-hmm. 
and they were and but from this road you can also drive down into Saguaro Lake and I believe that's where they were on their way to was down to the lake. It was very early. Um, Rosie picked up the polar the you. What was the word you used? UTVs. UTVs. And um, at six. And then I uh, had packed him a lunch because he was short on time. And so um, they were, it was early in the morning. They left. And then about 10 o'clock, I got a phone call. I got a phone call. And, and one of our employees said, Jennifer. He calls me Miss Jennifer. Um, it's okay. And those are kind of the phone calls you don't want when it starts with everything's going to be okay. And he said, um, there's been an accident. And Rosie's being helicoptered to the trauma center, and you should go. But but we have to tell you, we kind of half walked him there, and he was still conscious. So, and what had happened was, this is October. This is we got more rain in October than any other single recorded month, as far as I know. Um, we Arizona usually get seven inches of rain a year. We got seven inches in that one month. So the washes were a little different. A lot of terrain had changed. Um, these vehicles had governors on it. Uh, the, they were all buckled in. The passenger that called you uh, verifies there was the, the driver was not reckless. There was no excessive speed. Uh, they were just putzing along like usual. And something hit the front of the UTV, and instead of the wheels rolling over it, it stopped it, creating it to flip end over end forward. And Rosie was in the back seat, so if you picture the vehicle from the side and you picture the front wheel stopping and the back coming over, you know that's the part of the vehicle that was traveling the fastest, that had the farthest to go and had the heaviest impact, and that's where, where Dad was buckled into. Yeah, and I did, he had a pocket knife, Harry's one. And, oh. um, and uh, just for all of our, our listeners... You know, this program wouldn't exist if it wasn't for y'all tuning in and listening. Uh, and we're probably going to share a little bit more information than <laughs> some people would advise us to. But um, this is this is your program, and, and he's the host and the founder, and, and you have, have the right to know. Uh, and the first question I think most of everyone's asking is, you know, why, why so long for the announcement? Originally, we felt the way everyone was talking that, you know, this, it's an accident, but it's going to be okay. And we thought, okay, a couple of weeks, we can, we can float it with the calendar that we've started using. We have now been putting our topics together a year in advance. So we have, we had 2018 done since the beginning of last year and 2019's topics are already picked through the rest. So we thought, well, we've already got the topics, we've got the research, we've got the content for the next couple of weeks. We'll just, you know, go along and and it was about week three that i really thought okay this is it's it's time this is going to be longer than we expected we don't uh we're not exactly sure when he'll be back and and we need to let the listeners know and that same week we kind of got an affirmation that it was time to tell because one of the nurses in the icu was talking to one of dad's sisters and just saying hey oh, you know my dad listens to the show all the time and he mentioned to me that you know, somebody must have retired because the one voice is there's a one of the guys isn't there anymore. I mean, this was after three weeks. I thought they think he's <laughs> retired. He's only missed a, three. He's missed three on his travels frequently over the years. So I just thought, okay, this is really time. But, and this is where I have to make a, a confession. Um, at the point that had been determined, 
we felt we needed to be here live to make that announcement. A lot of people are going to have questions. They're going to, uh, you know, we're going to share a lot of details, but they're still going to want to know more. They're going to want to interact. They're going to want to have conversation. And I have to confess, the last two weeks were pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> they were now, good pre-recorded, though, don't you think? Yes, Gary. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I. And, and Thanksgiving's usual. Mm-hmm. We we usually That's pre-record true. that, true. and we don't mm-hmm. we don't hide that or or try and make that up at all. That's so we can enjoy the, a four day weekend like everyone else. It's very hard to go Thursday, Friday, get up and go to work Saturday, go home Sunday, then back to work. It just I think it by grace throws that. everything off. Yeah. yeah. So that one was, and then the following Saturday was supposed to be our, our annual live broadcast from Prescott. Um, and mom and dad had planned on being there for that broadcast. That fall on the same weekend is our junior rodeo, and I take those broadcasts off anyway. So we had to pre-record that one just because of our, our family schedule. So it, it came till this Saturday uh, on the 8th to make the announcement so that we could be here live for all the listeners that, that want more, have more questions, and the first thing everyone asks is, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And it's really, there, there really isn't anything right now. But he's has limited mobility, and that's driving him nuts. And what we've asked everyone to do is send in cards of landscapes, you know, Arizona, around the world, wherever, just something to give him... Uh, something to look at and imagine these different places from around Arizona and around the world and look at. And he has, we've got a picture uh, that we'll, we'll share the link to uh, of, of his room and it's just plastered. It looks like one of those, what do you, what do you call those pictures where it's made up of a thousand pictures? Collage. collage. But mm-hmm. there's like, but there's all, it's a collage, but then there's like a face in it or another. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that's. A collage with a face in it. A collage with a face in it. <laughs> you know, and the doctors and nurses would walk in the room, and they would just stop, and they'd look around. And we had pictures as well, and they'd say, man, this guy must be loved. And the other comment was, I think this is a record. So now we're starting to go through them, and, and they make Dad smile. So I have to say a lot of them, we had some very um, hard times just not knowing what was gonna, how it was going to all play out. And so a lot of them are very serious. But you can send him funny cards. Let's try making him laugh. See if you can get him some good entertainment. And his humor's coming back. We'll share a couple mm-hmm. of the funny stories from uh, the last few weeks. The And the biggest thing in, in all of this was we have to protect Rosie. And we had, I, I think you guys had a great experience and as good of an experience you can have at a trauma center. But I mean, I walked in the emergency exit. I walked in the main entrance. I worked in the side exit. There were security desks here or there. I never got stopped. I never got asked. I would walk into Dad's room. I'd be there 20, 30 minutes before a nurse walked in. I, I didn't know any of these nurses. None of them ever asked, who are you? Are you? Do you have permission to be here? Are you allowed to be here? It's a very open campus. They just went on about their thing. They touched their dials, did their buttons, this and that. and uh, So... To protect Rosie from the stress of having people in and out constantly, and second, this is kind of the germ season. Yeah, uh, you know we can't, we couldn't risk whatever somebody brought in off the street affecting mm-hmm. his state. So he's moved into rehab now, and they they're in a secured place and location. So 
uh, we, we're still not going to share that. But even so, you they apparently it's good enough security that when my sister Rachel even tried to go visit Dad, they wouldn't let her in. <laughs> she didn't know the right order. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk. Uh, We'll talk about the the God stories in the next segment. There's a lot of uh, and what uh, you know gives us a lot of hope and confidence that he's going to be back on the broadcast because uh, going through the details of, of everything that happened, if if his time on Earth was uh, was done, God had plenty of opportunities to call him home, and and he's still here with us, and we expect him back here shortly, and we'll just continue to talk through. Uh, the details and some of the, the stories that we've gotten from Dad in, uh, in this 7 o'clock hour where we cover interesting Arizona people, places, and things. And What's more Arizona than Rosie? We're talking Rosie. The Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. So an, an ATV is a motorcycle with four wheels. It's got handlebars just like a motorcycle. You straddle it. Mm-hmm. Generally designed for one person. A UTV is a stands for utility task vehicle, and that's gen that's made for two or four passengers. Uh, this vehicle, this UTV Rosie was in, was a four passenger. It has a steering wheel, has a roll cage, and you know the first God story in all of this is for me, looking at everything, when the vehicle flipped over, the driver and passenger were trapped. And they said they could hear Rosie struggling. If you picture the harness in any kind of racing vehicle, it's the same. There's a strap that comes over each shoulder. Then there's a strap in the middle across your chest. And it landed upside down in what was described as a violent stop. So all of that pressure you know, you're upside down, that single strap across your chest and the lungs, and immediately he he had trouble breathing. And he was the most injured one. The passenger and driver were back to work the next day. Um, and it was a week later, you couldn't see any signs left from road rash or, or scratches, any physical signs. Um, if Rosie had to sit in that position and wait for them to work themselves out i don't know that he could have survived he was able to cut himself and get out in you know what they think is less than 20 seconds so the fact that the most injured person in this wreck that's in the most severe case was able to get out and and get to safety and uh, had a knife cut the seat belt handed it to the other passengers so they could cut themselves out. And it took them, it still took them 15 minutes to get themselves cut out. And then when the helicopter came that he refused to get carried to the helicopter, he... <laughs> I thought I was going to find him sitting up when I got to the hospital. He, <laughs> it, it was an assisted walk, but he, he was determined that he wasn't going to let this beat him and, and got up and walked to the helicopter. Well, even along with that, the fact that it didn't kill him right away because he took trauma to the neck and the spine. Um, that too. You know, and I had, let me tell you, I had lots of ICU doctors saying, you know, we see this all the time, all the time, and, you know, encouraging us not to do it anymore. So, and good morning, Rosie. I know he's tuning in. Um, I, you know, he may not remember all these details because then when I, by the time I got to the hospital, he had already been intubated because he was having such a hard time breathing and, and he was sedated. And that's how he stayed for probably four weeks. And there was constant, um, 
uh, just hits to the lungs and constant ups and downs and lots of prayers going out for him. And, uh, you know, it's just a very emotional, hard time for us. And I have to say that ICU at Honor Health was amazing. The doc, the teams of doctors, the teams of nurses, I'm so very thankful for them. And, you know, roaming the old days and even still in other places, ICUs are very closed. You can come visit like two hours here and two hours there. Well, I've, I've been with, with dad ever since. I mean, I've stayed every night with him and, um, and that's supposed to be good for healing, you know, to have your family with you and you have an advocate there for you. And I would highly recommend that. And you had mentioned, they said they see this all the time. Are you talking off-roading? Yes, yes. Uh So we hadn't talked about this before, but one of the conversations I had at that, about that same time frame, just a day or two off, um, there was another one of these vehicles that ended up going off the cliff near Payson. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And all four passengers perished. And when Mark Salem heard about it, he called me, and he he wasn't sure, oh. you know, is did, was Dad in that vehicle? Is he alive? What's going on? I just heard about this horrible accident. So there was a, a point of panic there for some people thinking that uh, – you know, this was this was a lot worse, but that goes to what the trauma doctors were saying about seeing horrible accidents all the time. There was another horrible accident that same week that didn't turn out as, as good as it, it has for all the passengers and, and dad's vehicle. Well, a quick God story for me is Rosie probably said to me four times this year, you know, we're going to the attorney, we're going to get our power of attorneys done our living wills we had done all that he he acted on it we probably we went a couple times i had everything i needed um he, he made sure and we had a situation at work Romy, where we had to you and i had to be intently involved in all the passwords all the accounts you know so there was no we didn't have a hiccup that way so i've been able to stay with dad you've been running the everything and it's just been going really well i'm very thankful but just last thursday week ago thursday we moved out of intensive care into acute rehab and they're working on getting him off the track, and we're we're on our way. And the the big one too on in all this is we're founded on radio and not TV. This would have killed a TV personality's <laughs> career. <laughs> we in radio, all we need is the microphone turned on, and, and we're good to go. He'll be you back. don't have to do hours of makeup and sit there patiently. It's it this was the industry to be in for for sustaining that kind of injury. Rosie on the House, Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. Hey, good morning, Rosie. It's unusual for you to be on the other side of the microphone. Rennie tells uh, hmm. There's only a speaker on the listener side of radio. There's no microphone. Well, the other side of the microphone is a speaker. <laughs> Okay, so can I can I beg a little forgiveness here? I have I have a new thing, Romy. It's called ICU PTSD. You sleep in a room with for fifty three days, with bings and bangs, and alarms and people coming in every five minutes. You just it's like trying you, to sleep in Vegas. You you lose like you lose connectivity <laughs> and you lose vocabulary. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so good morning, Rosie. And it sounds like uh, he's down there with uh, Uncle Rennie's down there hanging mm-hmm. out, and he's sending us uh, some texts. Yeah, and you know, um, Rosie's sense of humor is coming back. You know, he was sedated for a long time, so it takes a little while to kind of wake up. And um, so we've noticed this week his sense of humor is back. So the, the doctor came in this week, 
and said, hey, Rosie, do you have any pain? Rosie nodded. So, and Rennie was in the room with him. He said, you do, well, you know, where is it? And he pointed at Rennie. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rennie doesn't deserve that because Rennie brought me breakfast, Rosie, every day for four weeks. It was amazing. That was my little care package every morning. And the other thing was I was trying to explain That's to him. That's just Dad and Rennie's joking oh, it relationship. Is. It is, it's yeah. That's how you know you love each other if you tease each other, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and the other thing was, uh, so I was trying to explain to him about some meds. He was upset about some, some meds. And so I explained it all to him. I said, do you understand? He goes, yes, Dr. Jennifer. And he mouthed that to me. I said, you know, you know what? So I said, okay, you can just call me Doc McJennifer. There so you that's go. That's my new, my new tag name. <laughs> Somebody was trying to get his name right, and he kept rolling his eyes at him like, no, try again. Man, no, those eyes are expressive. Again. You don't have to guess what no, he's. No, <laughs> try again. You're still not getting it right. And, and if you tell him something, he already knows because he, he's, you know, he's. People just don't know, so they repeat themselves like, I know, I know. <laughs> we had talked about needing to make sure Rosie was in a protected environment just because even though we were requesting f- only family, uh, and, and and I can say this now because most of them are, I think they're all gone uh, back to their different parts of the country they live in. There's even some family members we w- weren't invited to eat too. <laughs> Well, you know, part of that's, you know, you know what part of that is? You're, Rosie is so private. I mean, he is so very private. You think of him as this public, warm person, and he is, but he's also got this alter ego that likes to be home, alone, just right, you know, family, kids, mm-hmm. grandkids, me. And so um, to have a lot of people in this room just watching him not feel good is just not his bag. No, and and regardless of that, still people well-intentioned that want to help, we're, we're still showing up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is just because of how... They feel like family. Uh, we posted a link to, uh, to it's, it's CaringBridge. CaringBridge.org. I started a blog early on. And, and on this website, you can follow mom's journal entries about dad's recovery and the process. And It is under Rosie's recovery. Apparently, there's several Rosies, and some people have p- posted on the wrong Rosie, but it's called Rosie's recovery, <laughs> and it kind of tells us the journey we've, we've been through. And I also put an update if you're just um, finding this out. You can go on. I put a blog on just for today. And we posted that on Facebook just to make mm-hmm. it easy for people to find the exact link because it's caringbridge.org slash Rosie's Recovery or journal slash Rosie's Recovery or something like that. And immediately somebody posted on there and said, I feel like one of your family. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's just Rosie's gift of making that's his way. that connection uh, something that they always talked about his dad, Papa Rosie, Dr. Rosie. His Dr. Rosie's brother-in-law, they called him Uncle Smiley, and that was extreme sarcasm. Uh, he was not Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of exactly how they they. I, I don't think I can say what they call him on air, so mm-hmm. I won't say it. If you have to think, don't. If you have to think of whether or not you should say it, don't. Uh, so they called him Uncle Smiley, and he said about. Papa Rose, you know, there's never been a man that can make friends faster and keep them longer than Dr. Rosie. And that's something that I think dad had really learned from Papa Rose and has that gift. And, you know, this is Saturday morning. Most of, you know, we've got a lot of listeners in vehicles, a lot of listeners on, um, I I would, you can't say Walkmans anymore, on their phones out streaming Mm -hmm. while they're jogging or riding their bike. But the majority are, were, in their home. This is Saturday morning. Uh, we've been in their home for 30 years. They just 
they feel that close connection to to Rosie. One thing I learned from Rosie was, you know, we'll be at a home show or an event or just out. We'll be out to dinner and somebody will recognize his voice. And they don't necessarily recognize his face, but as soon as he starts talking, they're like, hey, I think that's Rosie. <laughs> and they'll, you know, they'll come over and he's always so very gracious. And they'll say, oh, you know, you're Rosie Romero, blah, blah, blah. And, but he always turns around to, and who are you? And how are you? And, you know, it's more like, what can I do for you then? Aren't you glad you can meet me? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so I learned that from him. I just think it's a, it's a wonderful gift. And you can see them when people are searching because very rarely, well, very, very rarely, I don't know that there's ever been a case where you hear or listen to somebody on the radio and then see a picture of them or meet them in person, and you're like, you look nothing like I thought, you know, or <laughs> no one ever says, you look exactly like I thought. So their yeah. their eyes are moving, trying to pick out who, because they've got this perception of what this person looks like that they listen to and recognize the voice of, and they're trying to tie it to a physical feature that doesn't match what they've predetermined in their mind and you can just see their eyes moving and looking and searching and you know all right that's a listener we're gonna have to go say hello and, and make a few extra times to greet this person because they they're they're searching and, and they want to say something so you make it comfortable for them by you know approaching them first mm-hmm. but you you can immediately see the eyes start to look and like okay where 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 i i hear it i don't see it it's <laughs> pretty distinct voice isn't it it is one of the fun stories uh putting this all together. So the first day he stood up was, was that Thursday? Mm-hmm. That was also the first day of the NFR, 10-day. It's basically the, the Super Bowl of rodeo. It's a 10-day event in Vegas. So a kind of... Cowboy up? Yeah. <laughs> kind of goes dad, together. Dad's way a, a cowboy up. up. Yeah, he kind of missed the LSU you know, last four games. I've got them all recorded. And the, the one game he missed was the highest scoring in... The a- it, Texas A&M shootout. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, crazy. Make sure he's in much better shape before yes. watching that. <laughs> oh, and there's one that was so bad where they we got <clears> – <throat> I won't even tell him because he's listening, but I, I'm going to delete that one so he doesn't well, have to he, stress through that one. <laughs> but, I hate to say it. We, we all kind of just expect it from Alabama right now. They're, they're pretty, pretty unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and so the, and then they're coming for the Fiesta Bowl. So that's kind of exciting. We have tickets. Uh, we were trying to decide, okay, do we go? And so many people were um, talking about – uh, hey, no, we've got to go do this with Dad. Well, you know what? Dad would want us at the game. He'd want, you know, he would be going. Yeah. He'd be buying tickets for the whole family. Um, yeah, that's great. We'll have some people in his room, but he's still going to be tired, you know? Yeah, he's he's got a long way to go. You know, you if you, you know, for one thing, I want to say, if anybody has ever said to me that their family member or themselves has been in ICU, I apologize because I did not react appropriately. I just think, oh, I see you. But this is a traumatic experience. You're trying to keep people alive, bring them to a point of being stable. It's it's hair raising. And I just, it's it's a hard thing. So anyway, being in the ICU that long, you're very weak and it's going to take him some time to build up. But I, I spoke to him yesterday. I said, I said, you still want to do the radio? He goes, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be back. We just got to get him back on, get use the holidays to rest and recuperate. And he, um, You'd mentioned other people with ICU stories. It's amazing how many people have been in that circumstance you never knew about before until they hear about us. You know, one of our partners who's been with us, uh, as long as I can remember, I'm, I can picture meeting him the first time at uh, the construction office, 03, I, I'm going to say. Uh, but he's like, hey, my dad was in for three months in mm. ICU. I know what you're going through. Let me know what we can do. 
and and his was just a his dad's was a result of of a surgery mm. that was supposed to not be that big of a deal. It just it didn't take, and he ended up and and he recovered, and he's mm-hmm. he's still with them. And, and then last week, uh, our dairyman Kevin Dan Sizen said I was in an accident and sedated for ten days. He said it is the strangest thing because. You know, one minute you're just driving along and all of a sudden it's 10 days later and you're just so confused. And, you know, there's this huge amount of anxiety. What the heck's going on? What did I miss? Am I going to be okay? It's yeah. an extremely uh, mental challenge as well as, as the physical side. I just want to say thank you, too. for And so many people have offered help. And there's just really the most important <laughs> thing is being with him, which is what I'm doing. But to all the people who have held me up, you know, you and the guys at the office, we, we have the best team we've ever had at Rosie on the House right now. There is not a single person that you would ever find shopping the internet or, you know, running outside for a million breaks. Everybody is on task. Everybody understands our mission and our vision, and they love Rosie. And so it has been just really heartwarming to see everybody step up, step in. I have people spray in my yard. I have people mow on my lawn. I have all the kids. All our kids have. That's why I have a big family. <laughs> all the all the kids have been such an amazing help. And I just I just want to thank everybody. And and even and the most important thing is the prayers and the thousands of prayers across the country are pretty amazing. And I just really thank you all for that. Because when you're hurting like that as a family member, it's hard to even pray. You know. You just you just kind of stunned. So thank you for all the support. And the 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 you had mentioned Groundhog's Day, the repetitives of that. You know, two weeks later, and it's still the same prayer. Three weeks later, it's still the same prayer. You just the the mental game that that can start playing at you if you're not in in a good um, good spiritual place is. I started the very I, real. I reread the blog last night just to remind myself of everything. And I, I posted something on November 3rd. We're going to do this, you know, da da da. And, I, and it didn't happen until the 25th. I mean, it's just, it just goes on and on and on. But, it, you know, we're just very thankful that he's in the place he is. God has a reason for him to be here. And he has so much purpose and so much life left. And we're just so thankful for that. It's a merciful gift. It is. And, and absolutely on the staff, there is times in, you know, the past uh, where, where we had the personnel, that this story would not be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it really is. Uh, we, we've spent a really long time working on uh, scaling up the staff at the office, and it's, it's, it's paid off just in time. Thank you to all of them. Yeah. So what do we have left? I was going to say, uh, all of us at the office, we want to thank Rosie for the extra five to eight pounds that we put on because of all the <laughs> pizza all the, and cookies and all the goodies he's missing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how does everyone know my weakness is anything with peanut butter? The amount of peanut butter cookies. We've never gotten peanut butter cookies at the office. There's a new f- stack that shows up every day, it seems like. There's peanut butter cookies everywhere. I'm like, all right. And peanut butter cups. And, oh, yeah. Mm. This is a lot known. People are for you. <laughs> All right. So we have one, one final segment. Uh, we've gotten a lot of questions and inquiries. I haven't read any of them, but you know, I see multiple comments here and texts coming in and emails. So we'll, uh, it, it, we'll read through it on this break, and if there's any questions we haven't answered. Um, Julia is here, Julia Bradshaw from the – Walter Cronkite School of Broadcasting and uh, screening calls today. So if there's something that you would like additional information for, uh, and then we'll give the P.O. box on where to send the cards. I'll, right. I'll wait 
um, and do that after the next break so people have a chance to grab a pen and a piece of paper if you'd like to send Rosie a, a card. And have some special comments on some of the cards I thought would be fun to cover, too. Nice. The Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. And I guess I better do a quick summary. Uh, at the very beginning of the broadcast, we jumped right into what happened so that nobody would uh, get anxious or worried that, you know, the worst had happened. I just forgot to take an account. You know, people are just joining. and There was text coming in in that last break. I just tuned in. What happened? What happened? What happened? Uh, and uh, Rosie's was in an off-roading accident. And I, I'm trying not to use the word accident because that takes away the God element of it. You know, there are no accidents. Everything happens for a reason. But from the driver's perspective, it was an accident. It wasn't intentional. It just, it just happened. Um, so then you've got uh, 44 days in ICU, and he's now uh, entering his second week in rehab. And just like they, everyone was telling us, as soon as you hit rehab, you're going to start seeing improvements, and they're going to be rapid. And every day you're going to have something new to celebrate, where the first 44 days it was just, Keep him like sta- you said, Groundhog Day. It was the yeah. same old, same old, same old. And He's had a heck of a ride. We've put – Jennifer's been tracking this all at caringbridge.org. And you go there and just type in Rosie's Recovery. There's more than one Rosie, so you have to – Rosie's Recovery, caringbridge.org. We have a direct link on our Facebook fan page, uh, but if you're not – on Facebook, you can go to caringbridge.org direct and just look for Rosie's Recovery and you'll find it. Uh, and then for anyone that doesn't have computer, which you would be surprised because we, we get it all the time, uh, people that don't have computers or cell phones still that just enjoying their retirement with electronics, God bless them. <laughs> Lucky them. Uh, here's the address. It's P.O. Box 14487, Scottsdale 85. Two six seven, and that's where you can send cards and pictures. And we had a e- Wade uh, emailed a, a beautiful picture in of a starlit desert night with a, a windmill. And I can't tell what trees are capped on the side, but I'm I'm guessing it's uh, probably in the in the four thousand elevation range of Arizona, just based on because these aren't mesquites or Palo Verdes; these are well, my t- types of willows. So thank you for. Uh, sharing that with him, we'll print that out and put. I'll, I'll tape it on his wall when I get there this afternoon. We and we, Rosie has received hundreds of cards. We just are, and he loves them, so keep them coming. I read them to him. He smiles when he hears your name, and he nods, and he just kind of it just really blesses him to hear from you. Um, a lot of them earlier on was were more serious, but please still be praying for him because he he still has a ways to go. It's, it's a lot of work he's got ahead of him, but um, you can now make them funny cards and make him laugh and make him smile, send him gorgeous pictures. His of course his favorite cards have been from the grandkids you know that's a that's a no-brainer the little pictures and that they draw are just hilarious and so heartfelt um and then tons of cards for thanksgiving and prayers and there's just a ton of cards thanking rosie for the difference they that he's made in their lives i think he's we're gonna have to uh, make sure you know we kind of filter those in he's going to get too big (laughs) it would be nice for him to know how many people love him so very much but a couple real quick um the posterina's told him this was no excuse not to hike the grand canyon (laughs) Uh, Wolf told him, you're way too tough to let this slow you down. Uh, Family friends said that that he has, they know he has a big family, but he also has a second string of friends praying for him. Um, A buddy that was on the trip, Tom, said, 
you know, when, when they got on the, get, getting ready for the ride on the October 17th, Rosie told them, you'll never want to golf again. You'll never want to fish again. This is all you ever want to do. And Tom says, next time, Rosie, let's just golf, golf or fish. He's been totally traumatized, as we all have, by this. Um, Shannon said, you have been assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. And I think that ties in with what God says. You know, we, we go through things and receive God's comfort so we can turn around and give it to others. So that was really sweet. And Peter says, can't keep a good man down. Tom says, the world needs you. And John says, hey, the quail think it's kind of quiet out here. <laughs> so we, uh, when we had made the decision to make this announcement about Rosie, I had planned to spend the whole hour, the whole four hours talking about it. And we put together each one of our hours is broken into four segments. And I generally don't ask uh, the program directors at the radio stations what to cover. Usually they turn on like, I don't know anything about construction. I, I tune in so you can tell me what I'm supposed to know. You figure out what you talk about. But in this case, I thought, you know, all right, I, I need to ask Hatch what he thinks about this layout. And he says, you know, in, in a much more diplomatic way, uh, <laughs> reading through his lines, he's he said, you know, th- you're putting together a retirement broadcast here. Rome. <laughs> he's he's going to be back in a couple weeks or months uh, in the worst case. Yeah, you spend four hours. This is this is great content, but Save it, it reads more like a retirement or a eulogy. Pocket that. Just spend an hour talking about it, and then going forward, we have six radio affiliates, and uh, there's some of them start at seven and go till the end of ten o'clock. Some start at eight o'clock and go to eleven. The one starts at nine and goes to eleven. So. Not every one of Rosie's listeners is hearing this in real time. And, you know, we've got busy lives and schedules. Not everyone can sit down and listen for all four hours. A lot of our listeners uh, that say they love the 7 o'clock hour say we never listen to it in real time because I don't wake up till 8 or 9 yeah, o'clock. But they podcast. And I yeah. listen to the rest of the broadcast. But the first thing I do when you're done at 10 o'clock is, or when you're done at the 11 o'clock is go start back at the beginning and listen to the first couple hours I missed. So some people are going to be hearing this later in the afternoon for the first time just because that. So at the beginning of each hour, we'll do a quick recap of, you know, of what happened. There was a off-roading end-over-end accident Rosie was involved in. He has experienced some injury because of it. Uh, he spent 44 days in ICU. He's been in rehab now and is getting stronger every day. His humor's back. Um, he's listening right now. And according to the Texas brothers are sending us that's in the room with them, he's smiling. And, and we'll see Rosie here soon. So until then, we'll just continue on with, you know, the mission he set forth this program to be in, being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.